Welcome to the Top Order Podcast. On this week's show, we're going to be talking an IPL auction recap. Stark and Cummins go for some crazy crawl. CSK masquerading as New Zealand, but will Ratchin even get a game? The Gujarat Titans pick up an Aussie left armor for 10 crawl. Could that be the bargain pick of the IPL draft? It wasn't Mitch that we're talking about. Plus our wildly inaccurate predictions, all coming up on the Top Order Podcast. IPL 2024 auction recap. Stay tuned. 41, 42, 43. Perfect. Well done. Well, boys, we've got <laughs> we've got a lot of cricket coming up. Bordy referring there to the fact that they asked me to do a 43 second interview uh, in, interview intro uh, with no prep. I'd already prepped the intro. I didn't know how many seconds it's going to be, so I've tried to stretch out a little bit. If you jangle your keys, that's uh, probably good for the listener, Borden. Really good for the audio quality. <laughs> yeah, they fell um, out of my pocket. I apologise. No problem. Apology <laughs> accepted. Um, Professional start here, boys. It's cricketmas. Uh, we've got a lot of episodes uh, coming up over the course of the next. Uh, two or three weeks this is going to be our IPL auction recap um, we're then going to come up in your feed as well we're going to talk about our 2023 highlights and our 2024 preview as well all on the top of the podcast feed over the course of the next uh, three or four weeks so if our hair length and uh, jumper choices don't change over the next three episodes <laughs> uh, you'll know from a continuity perspective we've recorded all of this around about the 20th of December here in New Zealand um, but it was the IPL auction um, mini auction Auction, I think we should we should say so. Mm. Uh, a lot of the squads already obviously uh, full of talent, um, but some significant purchases, um, which hopefully have helped. You know uh, the the CPI figures for uh, for the quarter. I was um, just saying to Bully, it's surely helped the Australian economy. This, it's, uh, this well, it's probably this. helped the Indian economy. Well, I, I guess it depends on which tax haven Mitchell Stark keeps his money. Look, Australia GDP went up 0.5 of a percent, and we're we're up on the ASX today on the back of this IPL. <laughs> So, so let, let, that might be a good place to start. So, so let's look at the IPL auction recap, mini auction, uh, Calcutta Night Riders. Probably the, the certainly the headline of the auction from a monetary perspective. Mm. Mitchell Stark going for twenty four point seven five crore. And and the thing that really astounded me when you kind of looked at that, that was literally no one else in their auction picks last night went for more than two crore yeah um you know that they really yeah, they have 31 or something 31 yeah. crore he to, is to the playstation with. 5 and all the rest are just <laughs> stocking fillers aren't they you know little things picked up from kmart um almost but what what do we think about them going for, for that amount of cash you say that he's you know he's the the playstation 5 but they didn't they need him though like they i feel like the bowling stocks in that side in general are probably a bit lower than they than, than they are across the board but you know, I have no problem spending, spending that kind of money on him. He hasn't been in the IPL since 2015, I think I wrote in Maybe my Maybe 18, yeah, 18 he was picked, wasn't he, and then, didn't and then play, injured, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah, why not? Why not pick a fast bowler who has a lot of impact with the white ball? And Gus Atkinson, bargain by, only cost them a crawl. Great backup for Cummins, bowls, good wheels. I think that's... Stuff a, for Stark. Sorry, for Stark, sorry. Yep, great backup. Yeah, I, look, I've written down here on my notes. Um, I don't know whether you're looking at them. I've got an Atkinson pick and then some illegible shit just in case you oh, were okay. sitting on notes. No, but, I was just um, looking at this one here where it said Atkinson one. Uh, yeah, so look, I, I absolutely think he could be a he could be an absolute gun. Um, unlikely that he's probably going to get in the side to start with Gus Atkinson, but yeah, certainly is impressed. So a couple of good pickups for for KKR. It, it was a big like it was a massive day for a lot of seamers out there. But I, I do um, and you know I think we might we'll get to sunrises obviously about 
about what they did and, and how they ended up spending their money. Cummins obviously had the the record for the uh, you know highest purchase in the auction for I think it was like f- under an hour. Yeah. You know, just the way that it kind of panned out with Stark taking over. But I would I would disagree with you, Raj, a little bit about spending all of that money on Stark because when I look at that KKR side, I think that they needed to strengthen in a lot of areas. Yeah. And I think the fact that they've gone out and spent on Stark meant that particularly you know it, it's not all like getting onto the sun comparing it to the sunrises sunrises now have eight i think eight players for overseas players that could all you know make a case to be in their starting four the kkr probably have an easier decision there maybe on their overseas players but i think in that sense they probably could have made better money trying to buy some indian players and, and strengthen their core you know so I, I don't really know what they were doing and i think they might have got I think a few teams have kind of got a bit excited with we have to have these players, which is always sort of what you see in the IPL. Players uh, get huge money because of uh, they sell shirts and they an owner wants them or you know all sorts of different reasons why they're picked up. But yeah, I thought the Stark one in particular was kind of wild. But the, uh, so that's a, a question broadly for, for the panel. So I, I watched a little bit of the auction um, last night and was flicking between that and the Big Bash actually. Mm-hmm. Um, a question there seemed to be quite a lot of talk and there was quite a lot of senior heads in the room. Mahala Jayawalder was in the room. Ricky Ponting was in the room. I think Mo Bobat was in the room. So some of the guys that are driving some of the strategy, Dan Vittori, I think was there as well. And and it seemed to be quite considered and a lot of the teams took a little bit of time to discuss what they were going to do in terms of their auction picks. But did do we think the heart ruled the head in a few of those picks yesterday? Do you think there is still some vanity in the way that these teams are picked or do you think it is all done by the analysts? Uh, yes, is the answer to that for yes, me. Yes, vanity. Yes, yeah. I think that there's a lot more to picking a player for your IPL squad. You're thinking about selling shirts, you're thinking about selling tickets, who's going to be in your ad campaign. Um, but... Look, I, I think that picking someone like Mitchell Stark, who can bowl four devastating overs, mm. uh, especially at the top of the innings, mm. and, and hit a ball if he needs to, is actually not a bad, bad, bad option to go along with some of the likes of Andre Russell that they've got there. You've got two guys who could win a game yeah. themselves. Look, yeah, absolutely. Let's not talk about Andre Russell's death bowling, though, of, of recent <laughs> times. Um, but yeah, that, that could be uh, old news by the time IPL 2024 rolls around. Baldy? Anything from you? You were you were looking like you wanted to interject. Yeah. Oh, I I just think in the absence of genuine like top top quality superstar Indian players, if you go all in on an international, I think you want to spend your international money on four absolute gun superstars who can win your games of cricket. And I don't mind that KKR have gone with Stark, Russell, etc., Jason Roy. All guys, have they got Jason Roy already yeah, already in their squad? Yeah. We're already yeah. there. So, so so three or four guys there that can like absolutely win you three or four games in the tournament off their own bat which is kind of as we spoke to Colin Munro what their role is in the tournament so I don't mind that they went all in on Stark but like you say they're probably a little bit light in terms of um, other than maybe Shreyas Iyer and and Venkatesh Iyer they've got and Rinku Singh so they've got some good so they've got some you know really good players but yeah a lot's going to depend I think on their internationals to win them games of cricket I'm I'm just going to time box this because we're 10 teams we're 6 minutes in and this is meant to be a 30 minute podcast so that even my math is telling me we're going to struggle let's as long as you promise not to sing the song let's talk about the Sunrisers so that they were the other team that 
Um, yeah, I, I think we wanted to talk about from an Australian scene perspective, picking up Pat Cummins for 20 and a half. Craw Travis Head gets a payday, which I think is probably well-deserved. But uh, Wanindu Hasaranga, probably the pick of the bunch Amazing, for them. Amazing, isn't it? 1.5. Uh, 1.5 crore. Yeah, no other bids for Hasaranga. It was so weird mm. watching that auction. You know, it's always really weird just watching the auction kind of in the sense that, uh, you know, that they're bidding on players and like just the life-changing, you know, I remember kind of one of the first episodes we did was talking to Shane Bond and, you know, like how he talked about watching uh, the auction and kind of understanding you know, just the life-changing nature of it. And I mean, you talked about Stark. I saw Alyssa Healy did uh, quality social media such, such from, a great reaction. from her, just uh, picking up a pint glass, eyes lighting up and uh, taking a sip from, from her. And just the, yeah, the life-changing nature. And Daryl Mitchell's uh, mentioned that. But yeah, I mean, SHR, you mentioned it before, they're going to have such a tough time picking, uh, like just picking their four overseas to play because... They've got an incredible. They picked up, you know, three quality guys that you've just named, and they had four, five good overseas players yes. already. Here's, here's the list, right, of overseas players for Sunrisers: Travis Head, Aiden Markram, Glenn Phillips, Heinrich Klassen, Marco Janssen. I'm sure I'm going to miss one here. Pat Cummins, uh, Fazal Hut Faruqi, I think, is an international player. Yeah. Uh, Hasaranga and Hasaranga as well. So they've yeah. got eight, maybe even nine. I might miss one in there as well. That are all capable of playing so their, their, their challenge and they've traditionally relied a lot on their international players to win them games I, I think they've you know spread their money too thin perhaps and, and the reason I actually love the Pat Cummins pickup is that they actually had a lot of bases covered before they picked him up mm. and he is literally I think in one of the uh, articles I saw the cherry on top he's yeah. going to go in there and he can have an absolute influence on the game but he doesn't need to he's got superstars all around him mm. yeah well I mean Daniel Vittori it's interesting mm. eh? Daniel Vittori's been in and around that Australian team and then uh, to the two Australians big paydays it was weird seeing him there I know he we sort of have seen him recently without the beard but you know seeing him without the beard is just a, such a strange experience for me but he it was interesting because lots of people talked about how Pat Cummins and Stark both got massively overpaid but he put it quite well in terms of like if you group our two, two or three players together that we have bought here, Tr Travis Head, Hasaranga and Cummins and said we had this pool of money that we were going to spend on three players and you actually add them up, the fact that Hasaranga went so cheaply meant yeah. we want Cummins, we're just going to pay what it takes to get him. And it yeah. actually, you know, I guess if you look at it that way, it's sort of fair enough. Yeah, and look, pop in the comments, um, how does the auction work in terms of the order um, that they picked out? Because it went, yeah, spinners, early doors, didn't it? And then I think even keepers before the seamers came, is that right? It goes, yeah, they gr they're grouped into pots, uh, you know, international players, or sorry, capped players and uncapped players, and then, yeah, grouped by category, yeah. batting, bowlers, batters, bowlers, all-rounders. Let's move on to the Chennai Black Caps. Sorry, Chennai Super, oh, so good. Super Kings. Um, so I think probably from a, a New Zealand perspective, obviously the, the news from last night was uh, Raj's mate Ratchin uh, getting a gig. Um, Daryl Mitchell as well, picking up some serious, uh, serious craw as, as well. Um, they've got most bases covered through, you know, their, their side. Again, they're probably going to have some questions and it's going to be difficult to fit in three New Zealand top order players, isn't it? With uh, Conway already there, Daryl Mitchell and, and then uh, uh, Ratchin Ravindra as well. But yeah, thoughts on the, the CSK? You guys will be going out to buy your yellow jerseys, won't you? <laughs> Mate, I was, looking, I was looking for one yesterday. I found this beautiful hoodie for about it's $75, so quite pricey. But yeah, this red... <laughs> 
uh, or this yellow, you know, really nice yellow hoodie with this lion on it. Like, I mean, I was very, very tempted. It's, a, it's actually an interesting one because we've mentioned opportunities are going to be very hard to come by for anyone uh, in this team. And I tell you what, if they start poorly, um, Emma Stoney and Ajinka Rahani are going to have a lot of pressure on them uh, to, to perform. So it's going to be an interesting one. I, I love, I mean, for Ratchin, I guess there's two things. There was a huge amount of buzz that he was going to get, probably the money almost that Daryl Mitchell got. So in some ways... Uh, you're sort of feeling like, oh, okay, he went for, for less than you know people thought he might. But I love that he's gone to CSK. Even though there's a chance that he might not play many games, to, for someone like him and his stage of his career to spend two months mm-hmm. with MS Dhoni and Stephen Fleming, you know, side by side and sitting and chatting cricket. I mean, you know, the limited time that we spent talking to Ratchin, he's going to soak up every single moment of that and it's going to be great you for his career. You know what excites me is that he's in the same team as Jadeja. How much is that going to learn from bowling with those two guys in the nets? I, yeah. I think it's just the, the best place he could possibly land. Fantastic for him, even though he's going to probably be behind Conway and maybe Mitchell in terms of the pecking order for, well, and, for yeah. CSK. And but, you say there, Jadeja, there's uh, Moali, who's, you know, very, mm. in terms of kind of what they bring to the side, you know, bowl a few overs, bat mm. in, the, in the top order or anywhere, I guess, for, for Moe and Ali and Ratchin can probably do, do that kind of job in a T20. So, mm. yeah. It's going to be tough for him on the field, but fantastic that he's going to be in that squad and joining a squad with with such mana, I guess, and and a side that just won the comp. Yeah, absolutely. Um, talking of sides that have won the comp, we'll come on to. Can we can we talk about Daryl Mitchell? Because I think I you, think you, yeah, well, we are you know a New Zealand based cricket podcast after all. Yeah, I, I I I'm just so delighted for him. Yeah, uh, you know it was it was awesome to see that kind of develop, and you know you the. It was even with Rutchins one. Sometimes you know you don't know how this auction is going to go, and you see the bidding, and then like they take a little while to kind of get involved, and then one t- other team jumps in, and another team jumps in, and there was a, there was a little bidding war with Mitchell, and then you know when it's serious when someone else has just been sitting there waiting, and when the mm. you know when one of the teams looks like they're about to drop out, and a third team jumps in, and that's kind of what happened with Mitchell, yeah. and it was just like okay, we're skyrocketing now, and for a guy that has you know it took him a long time to get to international cricket but over the last 18 months two years he's gone from being a fringe player for New Zealand who can kind of uh, fit a lot of different roles in different formats to absolutely establishing himself as you know one of the first names on the team sheet in all three formats for New Zealand his average across you know I think I saw today he's played the most uh, games of international cricket over the past 18 months I think uh, of any nation of any nation only Sky or it was game I think maybe it was games or international games I can't can't quite remember but only Sky I think had had one one fewer than him so that's kind of remarkable when you think about the the amount of games that New Zealand play compared Mm -hmm. to some of the other nations but he has worked super hard to to earn this money and just delivered on on all levels so yeah i'm really really stoked for him and he bats at four which is huge for that team they had a, that a bit of bit of a hole at four at csk last year it's the only real and he's great against spin i think you you know i think he'll do an awesome job look I absolutely absolutely agree stoke yeah stoke from i love watching him play him, him and and to be, to be honest mitch marsh at the moment in in that you yeah. know almost a similar role in fact um, yeah uh, yeah, really like watching their their big grey nickels um, come down and, and hit straight and over the sight screen. It's the best place to hit. Um, let's talk about 
Mumbai Indians, were there any of us brave enough to repeat the predictions we made off air about how poorly they might do? Well, in, there was in, only one of us in this in this yeah. tournament. But I, look, I guess the pickups last night really, uh, Gerald Kutsia, uh five core, he impressed in that World Cup, didn't he? So yeah, put himself well and truly in the shop window. And I think uh, Madashankar as well was the other one from the uh, the World Cup that we talked a hell of a lot about yep. during the course of the, the World Cup. So uh, from a seeming perspective, be interesting to see whether um, and teams have gone in with several left arm options, haven't they, over the course mm -hmm. of the last few IPLs? So whether or not there's room for Jason Berendorf and uh, Madashanko, I, I say I, no. I guess time time will tell. But yeah, thoughts on on Mumbai? They, they look light batting wise for me with Tim David at, at six. My, my uh, no, well, let me let me rephrase that before we get loads of comments. <laughs> that, I, that their batting is heavily reliant, I think, on the top mm. five, which is absolutely packed full of class with Sharma, Kishan, Sky, Panja, Verma. But but then it gets a little bit shaky, I think, from six six down. T Tim David's a bit of a you know a shit or bust um, icing you know, on the top, isn't uh, he? Yeah, yeah. and then I, I think then when you start to look at that tail of Wadira, Kutsia, Chawla, Bumrah. Berendorf, you know, that's where I think they, they, they don't have that lower order depth. They're going to rely on that top five. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that they're asking a lot of a small number of, a small core of players, yeah. as you mentioned there, to, to do it every night. And I think that's a hard thing yes. to do every night, night after night. I think Madashanka, I'm, I'm really excited to see him in the IPL. He's at a great World Cup. But people now have footage of him, know what he does. He's going to have to do something different. That'll um, be the real test. It'll be interesting to see what he does there. But look, they're a good. They're, they're, Mumbai are a good club, a good franchise. They'll always perform, but they're asking a lot of a few players, I feel. Can I make just one comment? I think they're a world-class spinner short of being a contender. They've got they've got Nabi, they've got Romario Shepard, but if you have a look at some of the other spinners in some of those top-flight sides... They, they are better than the, the spin attack that, that Mumbai is going to be able to put on the park, I think. I, I disagree with you. Well, I disagree with you guys in the sense that I think they did, they had weaknesses in terms of uh, their seam attack, and I think they absolutely addressed them last night in terms of their, yep. you know, getting getting uh, Kutsia, getting Madushanka, getting uh, Thusara, isn't it, um, from Sri Lanka as well. Yep. Another another Malinga kind of clone. There's now a couple of them uh, in the in the IPL. So yeah, very. I, I think they actually did a really nice job. Charlotte, uh, you know, look, he's been around a while, but he did a really nice job for them last year. They, mm -hmm. you know, I, I I actually think the biggest challenge for them is going to be whether this all the stuff about Hardik and kind of the fallout of you know him taking over the captaincy. There's been a lot of sort of cryptic-ish messages on social media from uh, the likes of Sky and Boomer and stuff like heartbreaks when Rohit Sharma uh, is removed of the captaincy and, and Hardik is now in. You know, I in my head when that happened, I sort of thought, okay, Sharma, like Sharma must be on board. The, the guys must be on board with this. Yep. You know, Hardik Pandya is a, a Mumbai guy. He's probably coming back here and everyone's stoked to kind of get the gang back together. But if that's not the case, then... I don't know. Like that—that that seems concerning. Um, I don't think we're going to know the answer to that. Are we? No, no but, but we're not. Look. But look, there's rumours flying around that you know Rohit's going to leave and all this stuff. Mumbai is disputing them. I think that off-field stuff actually has a, in my head, a bigger chance yeah. to disrupt this side than actually their their eleven looks pretty strong. But but that's the thing. Their eleven looks strong. What if Rohit, Hardik, and Jasprit get injured in the next? Oh, what if like, what if no, but the my top point three is, players? No, but other other squads have like for like yes, replacements. They've got the, there, there they've isn't got the depth charts. Yeah, there I isn't. Think that's there, fair, yeah. there isn't the the depth there. But um, look, 
That's fair, yeah. Only time will tell. When there's more memes of your owner than there are of your players, you've got problems. <laughs> anyway, let's move, let's move on. Rajasthan uh, Royals. So um, didn't spend super big. Picked up Rovman Powell, 7.4 crore. Shubman Dubai as well uh, for just under 6, uh, six crore. Um, bit of, uh, yeah, I guess a bit of recency bias with Rodman Powell going well in that um, series in, in the Caribbean at the moment. Um, also leading the, the Royals in the, in the CPL. Um, I was excited as well for Tom Kohler-Cadmore. Um, mm. He, um, look, was a guy that burst onto the scene in England probably, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. Um, was, yeah, was at Worcestershire uh, alongside um, a little bit of controversy. Um, he wasn't, you know, implicated in that. Um, but was it was in and around that group of players and, and that might have blotted his copybook a little bit I think mm. um, through the early part of his career but I, I actually think he's a chance if he performs in the yeah in in the nets um, Shimron Hetmeyer just been dropped again by the West Indies mm-hmm. um, and has had some sort of fitness issues and has been in and out of his side so yeah I, I'm excited for you know the English you know the, the, the English contingent there with, with Joss Butler obviously um, still in the side and, and yeah. Kyle Cadmore what I love about this side is actually their, their Indian bowling core yep. got yes yeah, absolutely. 100% with Krishna Avish Khan uh, Ravi Ashwin and, and Navdeep Saini as well to get to get Avish Khan yeah I mean you talked about before uh, they didn't spend much money I think the best business they did was actually get that trade to get Avish Khan because they had Padikal last year didn't they but he sort of just didn't really they didn't really need him because Mm -hmm. they had all of that other firepower up front and um, you know it just wasn't wasn't really required but adding Avish Khan to that bowling attack it looks very strong now doesn't it premiership window open I feel Mm -hmm. 100% it's been open for a while, hasn't it? And they haven't quite been able to capitalise. They've obviously got to the final. Three, four, five need to do a big job for the Royals, right? They've got superstars everywhere else, but I think mm. three, four, five is is where they need to. Those guys need to step up and really. But play. they do have a good track record as well. Mm, like we need them to step up, or we. I just uh, need them to step up, but yep. they've done it, done the job before. Mm. Yeah, and I guess use, useful backup in the spin department as well. Yuzvendra Chahal, um, I think, has, has been has been good. So yeah, I, I think they yeah. and Zampa. And yeah, absolutely. I think they've got some, some, good, uh, some good options. Let's move on to the Delhi Capitals. C- can we talk for a moment about, um, I think that, you know, their wicket-keeping stocks. They let Phil Salt go. I, I still can't believe, um, he's answered it in pretty fine style this morning, yeah. but 100 the day before the auction, doesn't get picked up in the auction, and then another T20, uh, T20 100. But they must be pretty confident that Rishabh Pant, might come to fitness although they've got some options with uh with the gloves as as well but um a couple of pickups uh kumar kashagra uh jai richardson and harry brook uh, as well um who according to yeah i guess the probable 11s people are penciling him in already I, yeah um yeah it'd be interesting to see whether that happens i'm, I'm certainly excited to, to see that but yeah thoughts on the the delhi caps it was cool to see Rishabh Pant back, wasn't it? Yeah. Smiling and sitting at there. You know, you sort of f- like forget what a figure he was in the Indian side and, um, you know, just becoming, you know, becoming a superstar. And, you know, the fact that he was sitting there now, like devastating injury for him. Obviously, it's taken him so long. It'll be fascinating to see how he comes back. And they are talking about that he's going to be fit for the, the IPL. So, yeah, hopefully that happens. Hopefully he can get some cricket under his belt because... You know, they're a side that I look at on paper and think they might struggle a bit. So actually, I think getting him back and and the Rishabh punt that you know from two years ago before this injury, I think would be pretty crucial to their chances. And where do you see them struggling with the, with the batting or the bowling? I think they're short uh, an Indian 
bowler of, of, of some yep. kind, a local bowler, pace bowler, spinner, whatever that is. I think they're just slightly short. They've got those good overseas players on the batting offensive side of the ball. I don't know if they um they they, they have they have got they've got the players, they've got Ngidi, they've got uh Nokia, Nokia and yep. Jai Richardson, but the balance wise, I don't know where that fits. I think mm. they're short in Indian bowling. If they've got three overseas players in their top five, mm. it, it makes that hard to balance that attack. I really like the pickup of Shy Hope. I think he's a really good cricketer and at only 75 lark. Like that's bargain basement prices for a guy it's who... It's not ODI cricket, though. That's the problem. <laughs> well, just tell him only ODI, we'll tell him ODI cricketers. Just tell him it's an ODI. <laughs> just look just at his averages. Just, it's, just tell him it's, it's an ODI. It's just all ODI. It's a rain-reduced ODI. He opens the batting, tell him to bet 20 overs. It's fine. No problem. Great backup for punt. Yeah, but I, I guess that, you know, they've picked up a couple of other guys that can keep wicket as well. He's yes, not even point. listed as a keeper, um, mm-hmm. according to the... Which I, I find... His gloves will be in his bag, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Punjab Kings, um, Harshal Patel, just under 12, cool. Riley Russo, South African, getting picked up and um, a return for Chris Wokes. I think that's his fourth. Certainly his third IPL um, IPL gig, but yeah, any, anything you want to talk about from there, from a, a wins or? Well, I've been quite harsh in my my commentary, my notes here. I said, you know, Punjab Kings were a good team. They've, they were a good team four years ago. At the moment, they've, they've got players there who, who are great names who have, who have performed in the past. I'm looking at the likes of you know Bearstow, Karen Rabada, Darwan, Rahul Chahar. These are great players four years ago, three years ago. Yeah, the, how are they going to go next year? I don't know. Where's the where's the twenty two, twenty three year old that's going to take them to the next level? I, 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 none of them jump off the page. At me even even Harshal Patel, I, 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 it's it strikes me as weird that he keeps getting these massive mm. he keeps getting these massive paychecks and then released. Like yeah. the franchises are like, oh, you didn't live up to your paycheck. We might release you, and then he'll just yeah. get an, it gets another paycheck. Look, I mean, he's a handy cricketer. I'm not, you know, he's he's a useful player. But yeah, Punjab's always kind of been. I don't know if it's those uniforms. Maybe I just find them a boring team. I, I <laughs> they're just pale. I, I don't know. You I'm know, not a uniforms guy, but like, I, I don't I don't like theirs. And you, I you, haven't you spent really five ever. minutes talking about the sunrises hoodie that you what found. Oh, it, was so it was so good. It was so good. You know where it all went wrong for them is they bid on the wrong Shashank Singh. Is that oh, right? That, that, that was fantastic, yeah. wasn't it? They, so they bid on a player called Shashank Singh, won the auction or won his services, and then realised they bid yeah, on the yeah, wrong sorry. Shashank they Singh, pitches, and, then, don't they? and then tried to un unbid for him. Uh, whoops! <laughs> but but they got him for for twenty luck. It's so not. Yeah. They, they didn't is that a real thing? That's that's oh my goodness, real, yeah. that's, that's good. I, yeah, I, I didn't know very that on the on the Murdoch press this morning. It was quite the very wee hours of our morning. Yeah, I, look, I did actually write that down. I said um, reliant upon four um, four aging England players, um, and, and that's like slightly yeah slightly harsh on Sam Curran, who still got time to be the next Jack Callis, I'm sure. Or, or Liam Livingston, uh, absolutely, and he went well today as well uh, mm. for England. Liam mm. Livingston, right? Let, let's talk about the Gujarat Titans. They got the best uh, Australian left arm seamer of the bunch, didn't they? Um, but look, jokes aside, picking up a guy who's had some big bash form, uh, Spencer Johnson for. Uh, for 10 crawl um, also Umesh, Umesh Yadav um, mm. I guess sort of b- bolstering I guess that the seeming stocks there as well but yeah thought, thoughts on them obviously expansion team coming in a couple of years ago doing pretty well uh, again I look at the batting I'm, I'm not 100% Sure on on their on their Kane's batting. And Kane's in that team as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and and Asmatullah Elmazai is is someone I love that they. I I think that's a steal to get him for 50, 50 uh, lakh. That was yeah. I mean amazing to 
get him for that after the World Cup that he had. Yep. I, 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 the thing is about Gujarat is I thought this two years ago when I looked at their mm. lineup. And then they won, yeah. and then they made the final. Like that, they, they've just—I mean, I know they had Hardik then, and, and obviously they, they've lost him for yeah, this you is know a different money. side without him. And I, and I do think that that will that will make a big difference. But I, I really like their squad overall. I think they've got the the options to traverse horses for courses, whatever mm. the pitch is going to show or whatever the the opposition is going to play. I think they've got a lot, number of options. Umesh Yadav's a massive one for me. He's not even in their probable 12 that Crick Info put up, but yeah. he's a That's massive... That's a weird probable massive, 12, eh? Massive inclusion in, you know, local bowler that, as well. If you look, have a look at that probable 12 that Crick Info put up, it's like the 2-3-4 on that side doesn't look well, particularly... Kane Williamson. Well, exactly, but anyhow... And I'm assuming they got Johnson after they failed in their bid for start because they'd already got Josh Little in the side as a left mm. arm, yeah, left arm option as well. So mm. Spencer Johnson, what's his uh, his report? Big rise for Spencer Johnson. He hadn't played Big Bash this time last year. He hadn't made his Big Bash debut December mm. yeah. 2022. So big rise for Spencer Johnson. I mean, you know, it, it's a it's a fairy tale rags the riches story for him. But you know, let's see how he performs in the in the white hot competitive environment of the IPL well let, let's see him, let's see how he goes when they're, they're not home speed guns I think he's probably the, the key <laughs> yeah the, the old Aussie speed, turning the speed gun up trick I'm not going to buy it Adam you're not fair enough we, we must be we must, my, it, uh, it must be just about time for Raj's RCB side isn't it no no no, 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 no we've almost. got one more we've got one more, we got one more to go so it is the uh, the Giants who are super yeah, not, the not uh, just regular Giants not just regular Giants so Shivamavi six and a half crawl thereabouts uh, Siddharth wrote a couple of Craw and David Willey. Um, so yeah, I, I was yeah nice to see him get picked up after retiring from international cricket. He's going to be able to yeah kind of uh, yeah fill the coffers with some franchise uh, franchise cash. But that pre-auction trade for for Padakal, I think mm. key for for their for their squads. But again, where do they look? Where do they look weak? Is it the Indian batting? Is it yeah? What's the yeah? What what do they need to do? Well, the note I wrote down for them. Is I feel like they're missing 2020 X factor. I think they've got you know Pedigal, they've got Wood, they've got um, who's the other one? Quinton de Kock. De Kock yeah. and I, you know, but you know, if you're expecting these guys to go out, Quinton de Kock's going to score 800 runs. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I just feel like they're they're missing some X factor um, around around that. Other than other than QDK. It, 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 well, the thing, the thing is that Quentin de Kock and Kyle Rahul could score 800 they runs could. each. Like that's yep. it's well, as simple as that, and that's Cal. kind of been their format for uh, how they, you know, how they mm. sort of built their franchise the last couple of years and mm. performed. Uh, you know, and so I, I think that's realistic. But yeah, I, I agree that they feel you know more top heavy than some of the other sides. Uh, and I've not got I've not got the stats, but I have got a feeling Carl Myers went well last year for them. Not or was that the season before? Uh, I, they're all blending into one, but I think yeah. you're right. I yeah. think he did okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're certainly not an X-factor player, but yes, yeah, certainly someone who hits the ball uh, and times the ball pretty, yeah, pretty sweetly. Um, do we want to move on to the RCB? So, of course, this is when I think I turned the auction on, and, and Alzari Joseph was, uh, yeah, was up for auction. That one, um, a little bit of a battle. Uh, there he ended up getting nearly 12 uh, crore some New Zealand interest in this one as well Lockie Ferguson getting picked up mm. um, alongside Yashdal Tom Curran um, and then a couple of Indian pickups as well but yeah w what are our yeah, what are our thoughts here they've lost obviously Hasaranga who we talked about earlier on um, they've got pretty decent sort of batting if Faf and, and Virat do what they did last year Glenn Maxwell coming off a stellar World Cup 
Um, I still think Cameron Green looks too high at five for me. Um, he, or, or maybe not too high at five, but that's not his natural position. I don't think he's T20, is it? No, and he did a pretty good job for Mumbai last year, betting at kind of six-ish. Yeah. I think he betted a couple of games at three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think he's more of a 25 off nine kind of finisher rather than a guy who bets for, for maybe more balls. So it'll be interesting to see how they balance. They've got Kartik in there as well. Um, you're big on you're big on green, no well, you? Well, my, my thing with green is I don't think that we should limit his possibilities. I think that throw him in where they think that he fits and let him see what mm. let's see what he does. I think he has a lot of potential to do whatever score eighty runs with the bat and take three foot with the ball. He's he's going to get a lot of freedom, right? Because he's got so many match winners around him that it's not up to him to score all the runs and take all the wickets. Yeah. Any contribution he makes almost to the team outcome is a is a positive one and a bonus. I. My my sort of uh, drawback with RCB or, you know, my worry for them is I feel like Glenn Maxwell and Cameron Green are actually going to have to have an impact with the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that what that looks like, but look, at the end of the day, they can chase whatever they need to. It's just we don't want... Well, RCP don't want them to have to chase 220, 220 every, every game. Yep. That, they, that was exactly my notes as well. I just feel like what like uh, when you look at this side, they've got one of the easier decisions. And I actually applaud the strategy of... Let's get four overseas players that we think, you know, let's get the absolute gun for overseas players that we think and then kind of get cheaper backups for those players if we can. If yep. we can, let's not do the sun like I feel like that's better business than your sunrisers who have eight, you know, gun overseas players that they can't all you know, they're paying high value to and they can't get them all on the side. Mm-hmm. But I, I do sort of it was a bizarre kind of auction for them I thought I thought they could have strengthened in the the Indian bowlers particularly you know when you look at that lineup just like you said they're going to need overs from Green they're going to need overs from Maxwell and I think that yeah I, I just Ozari Joseph is going to have a massive role there in terms of what he's going to bring and his four overs are going to be you know really really crucial to is how they go Lockie going to get a look in you think or? I don't think so I mean I would you know you go mm. with Cam Green you go with Faf you go with Maxwell and you go with Ozari Joseph don't you it's as simple as that I, 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 I actually think Lockie's been struggling I, the last couple of years in, in the well in the IPL and for New Zealand and yeah, I, look, that's where I, I think I'll slightly disagree with you. I, I get the premise that, you know, there's teams that have got eight absolute household names as their overseas players. But when I look down the list of guys that they've got, um, they've got Will Jacks, who has burst onto the international scene. He, he looks assured at the top of the order mm. uh, for England in white ball cricket. Um, y- you've got the likes of Tom Curran, mm. who has played a lot of franchise cricket around the world. So I think on game day, if Al jo- Zari Joseph, you know, treads on a cricket ball or pulls up a bit sore, you've got someone who's got some experience. And the, the same with Lockie and the same with even a Reese Topley as well, who, let, you know, he's opened the bowling in the World Cup. So I actually think they've got the right sort of combination in terms of, you know, they've spent their allowance really, really well. well. Um, I agree with you. I agree with you in the overseas. That's sort of the, if I didn't make that clear, that was the point I was making, that they didn't go out and splash the cash on On those guys. And they've they've spent their money on their four guns overseas players that they think are going to play every game. And then they've backed them up with cheaper versions. The the backups are, are cheaper versions of some of the players that they could replace him with. Like a Will Jacks could fill, no, not quite, he's not quite Glenn Maxwell, but he can do some of the same things that that he can do and same with the seamers and stuff. So yeah, I I agree with you there. Absolutely. We're at the end, I think. We've got to the end and we're we're almost on time, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Do we we want to make predictions this early for the tournament or do we save that for the, the preview show? Has anyone got an early, an early view on who's going to lift who, the trophy? Who, who won the auction? Who did the best job in this auction, do you think? See, 
it's a hard one. Who's the strongest team after the auction? I think if I had to pick one, I think the Sunrisers have a very, very strong side. See, um, I, but that wasn't auction related. Mm. I, I think, you know, you guys are not happy with Mumbai. I think they had a really great auction. And I also think CSK did a really nice job, but, you know, very, very biased, mm. obviously, there with, with the New Zealand side no. of things. <laughs> but, but I do think that they they now have so much, uh, they have so many options that they can they can you know pick and choose by op, uh, where they're playing they can pick and choose by opposition and, and sort of fill a lot of different gaps with their English uh, with their overseas players and with their uh, Indian players so yeah I really like what CSK and Mumbai did personally yeah I'm going to go different I think Delhi Caps um, and I think Mumbai actually um, had pretty good yeah pretty good auctions I think they've picked up a seamer in Katsia who had a really really good World Cup for not a lot of cash mm. Madashanka who had a really really good um uh, World Cup for not a lot of cash and Mohammed Nabi as well. I think just you know adds a bit of bench strength for them. Um, and yeah, and then, and then De- Delhi as well. I think had a pretty yeah pretty decent um, auction as well. Jai Richardson, Harry Brook, uh, Shy Hope. I think um, Tristan Stubbs. They've got some you know some options there of guys that I think can come in and do a job. So that, that yeah, they're my, my, they're my two picks. Sunrises, Cummins, Head, Hasaranga, twenty seven crore. Thanks very much. That's good buying. That's great buying. <laughs> Love that- it. I, I did want to. I did think we might talk about uh, like the second IPL window, but we might be able to leave that into like what's to come for twenty twenty four and look about it in that in that episode. Yeah, look, who knows what's coming up on the top order podcast? Um, yeah, but at some point we'll sit down and do some planning, won't we? Uh, for for what twenty twenty four holds. And um, any closing business, or can we bring the hammer down on the auction episode? Bring the hammer down. Sold. Um, that is it from the Top Order podcast this evening. We will be back in your feed, as we said, with our wrap-up of 2023 and a preview of 2024, all wearing the same um, Top Order <laughs> merchandise and very dashing um, uh, blue cashmere <laughs> sweater as well over here. Um, but for now, it is good night and good bless from us all here in Auckland. We'll see you soon on the Top Order podcast. Good night.